It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. single time I've done commercials, he manages to get the worst possible frozen shot of me. Oh, no, no, no. I have a folder on Fucking this computer hell. of not just you, every person I've ever filmed. <laughs> uh, I swear to God, I've got, and I, I will never show anybody else, but like, I've got a whole folder. <laughs> Do you just go on a bad day and like, no, just sometimes when you're editing, you <laughs> land on a frame where someone's like halfway through a blink or they're making some sort of like weird expression and they're yeah. halfway there and they kind of get that sort of like... <laughs> Oh, thing man. happening and it's just that perfect freeze frame and I just go click and save it. it. Yeah. How does that make now. you feel? <laughs> Not any better than about, about <laughs> my own. A little powerful but there was there was one empty that inside. <laughs> I can't I think I was sitting in while you were setting up for the Byron Saunders thing and he said just sit there. And I didn't realize when I look at my phone, yeah. I do this. I do no I do all kinds until, of like chew on my lip things that yeah. I don't really realize until like I'm looking at a camera and I'm like I'm chewing my what lip. What am I doing with that yeah. Yeah, lip? Like, yeah. But then as you're watching, you're like, damn it, I'm doing I'm it doing right that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm doing it. Uh-huh. Why is my lip bleeding? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it's so it's good to have fun. you here. <laughs> oh, happy too. I had no idea. This is dope. You're gonna see me around here. Okay. Please really do, should, man. Yeah. yeah. For real. Yeah. So are you like? I mean, we'll talk. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. We do this. This is how we start. Um, I also don't tell you what the hell's going on. Until it's, done. Yeah. it's a it's a mature. So if someone's playing <laughs> bingo for our show, I want uh-huh. them to go. The free space is. Oh, are we start? Are we are recording? We, yeah, we yeah. would. I think yeah. almost everybody we've had at one point is like, yeah. are we? Are we, are, are we going on right We're now. doing our thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we are. Yeah, and lately it's been, is this video too? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of. Yeah, so put your pants on. <laughs> yeah. Put them on. Yeah. Oh, man, Pull them on. Zoom too? Oh, that's my favorite illusion. Yeah. Business up top. I'm chilling at yeah. the bottom. Just don't stand up. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I or do. Or yeah. do. You know, you know what kind of day you're having. A little bit of surprise. Oh, it is boxer briefs. No wonder. Okay, okay. No, I did that. There was one I had to dress up for. I think it was an audition. Yeah. And I had yeah. my dress on top, my pajama pants on bottom, because it was really cold downstairs. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like you get your the the best of your work that way. Yeah. Because it's like, you just loose down there, you chill, you know? Yeah. You feel comfortable up here. But I don't like that, though. It's the same reason you get your best ideas in the shower. Oh, that's time. true. You know what I mean? On the toilet. Yeah, or on the toilet. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm when things are free, and you can just, like, yeah. Are you a toilet thinker? Oh. Who isn't? Uh, If you're not, are you not? Okay. Oh, no. (laughs) Wow. Uh, No, because. (laughs) I think this podcast is over now. (laughs) And that's how it ended. I go for reading material. Okay. So I'm distracted. Like, I'm doing, I'm really glad we're talking about my pooping process here. This is I'm so fantastic. I'm, I'm talking about mine next. No, I think it's, yeah. it's okay. I don't think, <laughs> I don't do my thinking when I'm on the pot. No. Wow. I read stuff. I'm actually, Mike Heslop, thank you. Your book is on our toilet. So I'm glad <laughs> one of our other guests wrote a really great book. And that's. 
Thanks, on, Mike. On, not in. Not in. Not in the toilet. Not in the toilet. No, it's not in the toilet. Okay. It's on the toilet. It's on, well, it's behind I'm the toilet. clarifying. It's his book. You know, it is. So. That, it's a great is, book. That is great. No, he it talks is. about, he's a bartender, so he talks uh-huh. about bar conversations. <laughs> on the toilet. Well, I'm on the toilet. But, oh. He's is, not. No, okay. he talks about his bar. The, the bar conversation. Yeah, but it is a great bathroom book. Mm. So that's what What's I. What's it called? Oh, this is bad. Yeah, we don't edit, but. Mike, I'm sorry. I love your it's book. I just your, read it. I mean, it's I read on your it toilet. I mean, I mean, you know his name, so people can look it up. I can look it up. What's yeah. his name? Mike Heslop. All right, so I'll look up. He Mike is. Uh, he plays bass for the Shazbots, which Ooh. is a uh, kids band, and he owns Cafe Kerouac on yeah. campus. So he he's started, a cool guy. He's great. Yeah, we had him on what about a year ago? It seems like a year ago, but it's probably Everything's been, been. Yeah, I don't know. Time is irrelevant. It really is. Yeah. It just feels like. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's like there's definitely okay. That was a year ago, but mm-hmm. then you got a week ago. Yeah. And I promise that was a month ago. Oh, uh-huh. it, it, it's yeah. Everything's so crunched in. <laughs> yeah. Groundhog Day. No, when we're talking about when we're talking about toilets, like yeah. So I'm a big, <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a toilet aficionado. Like oh, I went to oh. Japan. Ah. You know what I mean? So okay. I went to Japan. <laughs> yeah. And y'all ever used a bidet? I have not. I have but heard I am, once you I bidet. Oh, your life will get better. I am on board for it. Oh, yeah. it's Once crazy. you bidet, you never go back. Isn't you don't, that yeah. kind you of? You don't want to go back because it is a feeling that is unmatched. And you, it, it, it's just crazy. Okay, so I'll tell you my story. Mm-hmm. So I was in Japan, and my trip just got better and better. The food yeah. was great. The people were amazing. But what got me was the toilets. The first toilet, it was a bidet. Yeah. And you know. Yeah. It's new. We don't have mm-hmm. that in America. Yeah. It shoots up the water. And you're like, ooh. Yeah. I don't think I like that. <laughs> you don't like that. But it's about the, the result. Yeah. Oh. Cleanest you'll ever yeah. be. Yeah. Because you don't then, have to take care of anything. No, you're, you're fine. Set. But you would think it's you would think the first stream, yeah. I don't have to take care of anything. You still got to wipe and everything oh, like yeah, that. Oh, right. Yeah. But then it grew better. Okay. Then it became... It's a bidet straight stream, but now it goes up and down. Mm. So, you know, you're not just getting one area and it's stuff like that. It's a car wash. It's yeah. up and down, and you're just chilling there, right? Yeah. But here's the third one. This is the best one. Oh, my gosh. The bidet. So you got the stream. It goes up and down. But now, you know when you're getting loud, like it's, uh-huh. it's Taco Bell. Uh-huh. You had yeah. that the other day, yeah, and it yeah. gets loud. Yeah. You got poop sounds to cover. I mean, toilet sounds yeah. to cover the poop. So it's a nice uh-huh. little water stream. But here's the thing. You know how when people found out about the pandemic uh-huh. that uh, everyone wanted to mass yeah, buy toilet paper? Toilet paper. Uh-huh. Did you, you don't have to worry in? about that. Yeah. You know why? It had an air dryer. Are you oh serious? It had an air dryer for your ass. Wow. An air dryer. Yeah, no, like, I mean... <laughs> My wife's been to Japan a couple of times, yeah. and like by all accounts, it's like we have dumb caveman toilets here in America, mm-hmm. and it's like I, I, it's just like I don't know how that hasn't caught on. Like we, I don't we know. started iPhones here in yes. America. Like we're we've been to the moon, but but you know, the bare essentials, yeah. literally, we are yeah. so behind the yeah. bare essentials. Yeah, like in Japan, they have toilets that will analyze your leavings to make sure you're healthy. Crazy, no joke. Oh yeah, crazy stuff. Analyze your stuff. Just, Heated toilet seats. Yeah. Well, Which that I I'm like. a little, I'm like, ah, because I'm like, did like the that. person... Oh, that's true. It scares me because I'm like, is it really heated or did the or person... Did, or somebody just yeah. there. this. But all the, the, the essentials for... I'm telling you, I've made a thing. I had a, There was an open mic and I did yeah. it and my friend called me up there and I had nothing to go off of. 
and I start. It was a very, it was a very depressing night. Like <laughs> I came because there was free food. It yeah. was at, it was at Old Bacchanal's, yeah. and they had, you know, their fried mushrooms. So good. They had the chicken wings. Yeah. It was great, but um, it was a depressing mood. And, and then I got called up, and I was oh, like, gosh. Oh, motherfucker, I didn't want to go. Up there. <laughs> but then um, I go up there, and I'm like, I feel like I gotta match the mood, but I'm not. There's sad things in the world, but I'm not a depressing guy when I, I don't right. play into it. So yeah. I was just like, you know, the world is a very awful and nasty place. And people have a lot of hate in their heart. Mm. And I just feel like people would spread more joy if they had better poops. And if they had better poops <laughs> and a better cleanup system, I feel like America would be a better place. Absolutely. I agree. You will feel yeah. refreshed. Yeah. Because how many times have you taken that shower mm-hmm. and then you got that grumble in your stomach and you're like, damn, I gotta go take a poop. Yeah, yeah, it's the equivalent of pulling out a car wash and a bird shitting on your car. Right there. Yeah. There it is. And yep. then you're like, do I immediately take care of the situation? Do I just go on about yeah. my day? Yeah. Or is it just like, hey, look how clean... Oh, God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. yeah. So let me ask a question about the bidet. Is the water warm? Or is it so? Then that's an ele- That's oh, when you get bougie. So that's, no. that's when you get. Bo- it's like it's like it's like a sink. But you think about like from a business perspective. Like I, I, this morning, I stopped at a gas station and they had the the free air pump for your tires. Did right? you put it up your butthole? No, I didn't. Okay. It has nothing to do with my butt. Um, <laughs> well, that's where like, we were going. I'm next to it. And like this past weekend, I had a flat tire. So like yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I was uh, I I pulled up next to the the air thing. I was pumping gas and I looked at it and it takes Apple Pay and I'm like, we live in a country wow. that you can pay. For air, yeah, which we shouldn't pay for phone. air anyway. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, and we don't have toilets that do all that. Like, the who stuff. the hell wouldn't buy that? You guys, okay. okay. Let's start a business right now. It is a uh-huh. bidet business, and we're. I'm so down. Yeah, I'm so. <laughs> Yeah. Look, I, we'll, we'll do the commercials. We yeah. got the whole studio yeah. set up we here. Have, yeah, we, we can do the commercials. We'll do a we theme have a spokesperson. We'll Come write on. a theme song yeah. for this. Yeah. this is, I love it. I yeah. feel like this is why we came to... Like, this yeah. interview's great and everything. Yeah. You can pretend go. Yeah. You can pretend go. Dry your butt. No, no, That's no. What there I you think. go. So I think that At the, the concern... butt wash. <laughs> There's so many yeah, ways we can go there. right. You can You can tailor to every audience. And pooping's not going away. No, it's not. Yeah. It will forever be here. Right. Yeah. Toilet paper, it might not yeah. always be there. Yeah, there I, there are several uh, recession-proof uh, industries in the world, and pooping, pooping is a there. recession-proof industry. Unless people suddenly stop eating. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Mm. No. You know. No. So. No. All right. Wow. Wow, this has been a hell of an episode so far. <laughs> I mean, we we always I mean, so. <laughs> We are swinging for the fences today, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is what I love. Is when we I haven't even to... introduced our guest. I know. I'm I'm the poop guy. Everybody, super so... intimate on this entire thing. Well, I think there's no better way to get to know somebody yeah. than by starting a conversation about your fecal matter, right? Wow. I totally agree. That's with a that. weird way to put it. No, because it's... you gotta. A little. Ben doesn't like that. Fecal matter. Fecal matter. Fecal matter. <laughs> I don't dislike. I'm just you know, you know, just a weird way to put it. it. Just it's a little more things. medical, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. clinical. Clinical. That's the word. Yeah. Theater major. But well, you know. So Desmond Fernandez. Yes, yes. You have a name that rolls right off the tongue. What's your Ooh. middle name? Antoine. Antoine. Ooh, that's that flows yeah. really well. Like that. Yeah. That's got know. a cadence to it. You know, that's uh, that's my mama. She yeah. Uh, she, she knew what she was doing. Skills. Love it. 
<laughs> I, I get the last name from my daddy. So <laughs> it was just a perfect pairing right there. That is yeah. good. You know? It's been Antoine. Mm-hmm. Is Antoine a family name, or was that just a... I have no idea where my name came from. I'll tell you that. See, here's the thing. So I was... Earlier in my childhood, I was confused. I'm not Hispanic whatsoever. Right. Because I have the last last name Fernandez. Yeah. Uh, So me, when I was young, I thought I was Hispanic. So, like, I would... Because people hear my name, so I was immediately drawn to the Hispanic people. They were vibe with me. Yeah. And I was just like, cool, but But I'm black. Like, it's obvious I'm black, but I'm like, maybe I got a Miles Morales thing going on right now. There's not. But, uh, no, so I was like, I went up to my mom one day, and first of all, I promised not until a year ago, uh, because I, adulting and everything, I didn't know how to spell my middle name. So, for the longest, I would spell it Antione, but some people didn't know how to pronounce that. So, then I just was like, you know what? I'm going by Desmond Antonio Fernandez. I'm going Ooh, the full way. Antonio. You feel me? Yes. And then I was like, nah, that don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was feeling good at the moment, but then yeah. I was like, nah, yeah. it, it don't make sense. Yeah. So, And it confused, because I've worked at Chipotle um, yeah. uh, for five years, okay. and it, I'll, I'll go to applic- uh, interviews and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and I went to Chipotle, and you know, you get Desmond Fernandez. Predominantly at the Chipotle I worked with, yeah. Hispanic people work there, right. and they kick ass. They, I've been loving. It. I, I learned so much from them. But uh, the interviewer came out, and it's the re- regular manager, and there's the Hispanic manager. The Hispanic one, it's just shorthand. They can speak Spanish, and okay. it goes that yeah. way. And it's the regular yeah. one. They saw Fernandez, so the they Hispanic manager came out, and she's like, "Desmond Fernandez," and I was like, "Here," and she goes. <laughs> she, like she's like I thought we was gonna have one on my team. So they brought the regular manager out, and then we went that way. I was like, I'm sorry, I can't do shorthand. I just know un poco. I've been learning a little bit of my Spanish, but uh, nah. So yeah. it's always been a little bit of an identity confusion yeah. thing. But I was like, okay, got the last name. I'm black though. I, I, like that's what I know. But I love all my peoples. Yeah, everybody, right, you right. know. It's, it, but that was be my thing. Did you so. take a language in school? I took Spanish. Because <laughs> I was like, I took Spanish. Do you remember? It didn't stick. Uh, like, it was like, you know, I took it for two, maybe three years. Like, just I'll to say, get it done. Like, I'll say, yeah. me amo Desmond, <laughs> and, you know, uh, a mi me gusta galletas con leche, cookies with milk, and Ooh, stuff like yeah. that. You the feel important me? things. The, the important yeah. things and stuff like that. But it, it was just like, <laughs> I, 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 I was, you know, like that's essential right there. Yeah. There's some guy in here just talking about cookies and milk. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but it sounds good. You know? You go to a Spanish speaking country, he just wants cookies and milk. Yeah, like that's it. That's what I'm saying. But as I worked with, um, I, I actually learned more. From yeah. working at Chipotle, mm-hmm. um, I worked with beautiful women, uh, Mariana, Angie, uh, Flor, and and they would just teach me something every day. Mm-hmm. Damelo, uh, give me that. Uh, yeah. Javes, keys, cuchilla. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's knife. And I was just learning all this yeah. stuff. And then I started to have a little shorthand with them, but they would always laugh when I said something wrong. So I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> but uh, I loved it because they always gave people uh, nicknames. I was, Aww. I forget, I was Mr. Handsome. Uh, and then we had this one person, they called him uh, Mary Posa. That's Butterfly. Mm-hmm. I went around. But uh, nah, it, it's a, uh, I say working at Chipotle, that was a, a great thing for me to, you really get like, 
a whole masterclass on multicultures. Like mm-hmm. it, from across the board, I'm yeah. working with people that's like. 30 years older than me, mm-hmm. different races, religions, and stuff. And, I mean, it, it really was, uh, it was like being paid to get experienced of, you know, what the real world is. Because but that's, I mean, that's good for your career, though, anyway. Uh, I mean, yeah. That's the stuff that we're supposed to be doing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to, but, you know, not everyone does it. We're I clean like, toilets. Oh, I, yeah, I did that one, too. Uh, it's not good. No, it's, it's not. For, hey, and I'll tell you, when there's people that should know that, the red hot sauce is not for them. Okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it that we got to go back to the toilet now? But I'm just saying, they true. should know it's not yeah. for them. Because when it kicks that stomach, I'm the one that got to clean it. And I'm mm. like, you knew you didn't need that. You asked for it. You actually <laughs> asked for double. Why? I do ask for double. I But I like the hot sauce. I I'm do a it. big fan it's of the good, spice. But can but you it handle hits. it? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But does it hit, you know, with the stomach at home? No. Oh. Well, you're my, you can have triple scoops as you want. Well, I grew up I grew up in Denver. Okay. So we, I mean, I was raised on authentic Mexican. Yeah. Like the good stuff, not yeah. not El Vaquero. Yeah. No offense. <laughs> no future sponsorship. Yeah, with them, yeah. That's where that's where it actually hurts. Is uh-huh. like the crummy Mexican. Yeah. You know? But oh, if I could eat Mexican food like every meal of the day, I would. It's so good. So yeah. Good. And they would always uh, the carne asada. Mm. Um, they we we had the the little cheat code menu what with what they would make yeah and oh my goodness it was great like I no, mm-hmm. nothing against Chipotle I love it it yeah. does the job it does great <clears throat> but when you add their own experiences and the mm-hmm. cultures just to the food yeah oh so good. So good. I don't want it I don't yeah. I, 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 I don't want anything else I gotta have that when yeah. I went I did a mission trip in <clears throat> in Kenya and the, the pastor's mm-hmm. family that we we stayed at like a guest house yeah. Once they found out what, what they what we were eating, they're like, Mm-mm, you're coming over for dinner. So they cooked for us every night for a week. I mean, it was this, everything was fresh. We met the chickens that we ate. Um, wow. Like, But it was so, the food was so well prepared and so good that by the time we got back to the States, we all were sick from eating Damn. non yeah. You know, like yeah. crappy, non- yeah. over-processed everything. I tell you, it's, it's <clears throat> that care... That dedication and that time to really prepare it—it's you know the saying you cook with love and stuff, mm-hmm. but it, you really can taste it. Yeah, the overprocessed stuff—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's so convenient, and you know I loved it. I love—I can't say like I hate to eat. No, I love it. It, right. it tastes good in the moment, but mm-hmm. it's like you're saying once you have the real stuff, yo, you yeah. don't have to yeah. come back. I know. It, I mean, meeting the chickens wasn't. The greatest little, experience. Yeah. We named it Stew because that's what it became. Well, that's the problem. They named it. Well, yeah. Yeah. So you made Stew with it. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Oh, we didn't make it. We didn't. We just met it. You and met then it. We yeah, met yeah. it afterward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got very acquainted with it. I remember the chapati was the best thing that, mm. like this real fl- almost like a tortilla. Yeah. But more bread like. Yeah. Mm. And you just dip up the everything. Yeah. Oh. No. I did a project when I was in grade school on chapati because it was such a big part mm-hmm. of like certain cultures in mm-hmm. in Africa and yeah. all the way, even to like the even to, like Asia, South Asia, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I had to learn how to make chapati. It was fun. Yeah. 
it, it Indian-based, isn't it's, it? It is Indian-based. It's hard because you have to get, I think, it cooks at a very high temperature, if I remember correctly. And it's wow. real thin. Yeah, it's real thin. Wow. So. Yeah, which I don't have the patience for. Yeah. No, so. I just want it no. just like that. Yeah. I'm not a baker. I don't, yeah. I don't deal well with, I love to cook, I just don't. Yeah. It's similar yeah. to tortillas and how mm-hmm. those are prepared, so it's kind of like a... I want to say a batter. That might not be the right way to put it, but I don't know. But it's a whole process. Yeah, yeah a whole process. Do you but... cook? Oh, yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I call myself, I'm Chef Big Boy RD. <gasps> so nice. I just got some new tools. Okay. Um, when I first moved into the apartments on Otterbein, uh, the Park Street apartments, mm-hmm. um, my mom got me a pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. Ah. You can throw some mm-hmm. chicken breast in there. It don't even have to be thawed out. Like, it's frozen. We're doing yeah. ribs tonight in ours. Yeah. Ah! It, aren't they amazing? So good. No, nah, and I it's just... It's so fast, too. You're fast, mm-hmm. and it's just like, you... What I love about it is you put all the stuff in there, and then you leave it. Mm-hmm. And you will know, like, it's not going to burn. I don't need to go and, you know, stick a knife in it mm-hmm. or something like that. It's, it's just it's, done. It's just done. You yeah. hear that? And then I'm like, what? And then you let out the steam? Done. Our dogs don't like the steam, but other than that, oh, they're well, like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Once they smell it, it's all I good. I, I love the, so I do the pressure cooker, mm-hmm. but then I also, um, so then for Christmas, because everyone's getting it now. Did you get an air fryer? I, I, <laughs> you know exactly. I just about got it. one this past Did week. Did you get yeah. it? Yeah, amazing. It. It's amazing. Will change your life. Oh, yeah. Like no other. Oh, yeah. Like the tool, I'm just We've like. I've only cooked like one thing in it and already I'm like, oh my God, this is just, I will never deep fry anything ever again. You will wow. cook that one thing uh-huh. and then you will cook it over and over again. Yeah. You don't even have, like yeah. I'm just, it's just gravy now to just go yeah. ahead and explore just, different things. Yeah. But that one thing is so simple. You don't yeah. want to deep fry it and it's just healthier. I love yeah. it. I do. Um, so I, I'm I'm big thing with my chicken wings. Mm-hmm. I love it. But uh, what I found now, so Meyer always has their chicken wings on sale on Sunday. That's a little plug for mm-hmm. everybody. Get that sponsorship, there. Meyer. You know, right there, something. <laughs> but they have Ooh, that. Expect to be paid in chicken wings. <clears throat> yeah. You know, chicken wings, and then also Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I get their sauce. Cause I love oh, their sauce. Yeah. But I'm trying right now to because. COVID happening it's like yeah. oh, alright let's go eat out like everywhere because oh, that's yeah. all we can do right. but I was like I gotta save this money I got this air fryer I'm gonna get the sauce mm. I got the chicken wings I know how to season it yeah. you throw you um, <clears throat> I season out my chicken wings I put them in the air fryer throw them in there 12 minutes each side and they're crispy then after crispy really? juicy and then take them out put them in a little uh, plastic bag put some sauce shake it on up See, this is everybody that's been talking about it. I need to just get one. Oh, you don't have one yet? I don't. I got the Instant Pot two years ago. Oh, it's time. I know. And and here's the thing. I thought, I was like, dang, if I get this air fryer, I'm not going to use my Instant Pot, and therefore I'm going to feel like I'm cheating. Use both. Use them both at the same time. Yeah. I'll make some chicken. And then I'll make some rice in the uh, chicken in the air fryer, some rice in the uh, Instapot. But you make the rices. So I know my little greens because I used to, when I was working at Chipotle, yeah. uh, in the bay leaf, the uh, the lime juice, and then you got the salt, the cilantro. I may have to ask you for that. I'm down. Because my kids think <clears throat> basically rice should not exist outside of Chipotle. I was going to say really, but not. Nah, I believe. Yeah. And even, I mean, I know I've tried to make it at home, but it's, 
you know, with it's, a little it's, bit of salt, yeah. a little cilantro, a little lime juice, and they're just like, nope. Nah, yeah. I got you. It's it's so simple. That's the biggest thing. It's, it's simple. Yeah. You would think you have to do a whole bunch of stuff. That's what Chipotle is about. It's just simple, right yeah. in front of your face. This is what it is. But you use both of them, you got a meal done in like 15 minutes. It's mm. not a bad idea. It's great. Mm. I love it. It's so amazing that they've got, I mean, I think back to college when I was there, and we didn't cook that often, but yeah, we didn't yeah. have the tools now that we did. Like, I think I had a foreman. So that was my, oh, that was my classy foreman. thing. I don't know why, but mm. senior year, we lived in the ghetto, which mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still called the ghetto. No. University streets across the street <clears throat> from Jonda, across the street from the music building. There's a set yeah. of like eight apartments. Yeah. Those were called the ghetto. Really? <clears throat> Aptly named. Um, when we would go out to parties, come home at two o'clock in the morning, I always had this idea to cook, to grill chicken for everybody. So, <laughs> so I'd get out the phone and just grill chicken. And just keep it going. Just, that That's a good, you could have me coming back all the I time. Mean, <laughs> I don't know that we seasoned it or anything. It just was like, it was just there. I'm wasted. Let's have grilled chicken. And I'm in college, <laughs> so there is food, therefore I yeah. will eat it. Right. It is that simple. It is. Nah, I'll, I'll do anything. I do my chicken, but I love them. Um, in the air fryer, uh, I do some uh, carrot fries now. Mm. Banging. Put them mm. in the air fryer and then go ahead do you a little brown them? sugar and stuff like mm. that. You can do brown sugar. You can also do some uh, Parmesan cheese. Man. A little paprika. Okay, oh. so I, I need to just com- buy one. Com- yeah. I'm telling oh, you, yeah. we can get an endorsement great. for an air fryer if you want. <laughs> it They're they're amazing. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'll right. cook that in there. I've, yeah. I've cooked mm. little, little pizza bagel bites and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's mm. just very convenient. Like, the only thing I haven't try it yet but I will eventually is a steak I love steak you can yeah. do that in there you can do anything in really the air yep. anything. you mean you're not going to get a steak from the campus center what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going back on you know I have heard actually they, they have were, to spell it S-T-A-K-E uh, uh, they, they were trash <laughs> three years ago trash but I've heard now that under new management that they have uh, they're doing a lot better you probably don't eat there at all anymore, do you? Nah, There's once no I got into yeah. the apartments, I was like, oh, I, I could just cook food. Actual food. and not have, you know, it's sort of like a, like Mario, like you jump on the little random box <laughs> and like, I think I'm getting this today. <laughs> We're going to see. The most consistent thing was the salad bar. Yeah. And I eat hella salads. Which okay. is great. Yeah, but, but if that's the only option. That's the only thing. Like, I want to eat salad by my own uh-huh. volition. Not because whatever it is <laughs> no. right there ain't looking too good, Mm-mm. or cook. I, uh-uh. You know that. I'm glad they were gone, and I hear there's they're they're doing great now. But I we found to, I liked the roost. Is the roost still there? The roost is still there, but it's not open right now because of COVID. Like oh. you know how small it was. Yeah. Oh, did you used to get the uh, breakfast sandwich? Oh yeah, I did. Oh. What did I call it? An eagle. Oh yeah. It's an egg on a bagel. Oh my goodness. And I was like, you guys should write that down. Oh. They didn't, but that's okay. It's okay. It was still there. The, the Bible was still <laughs> there. Like, it was uh-huh. still there. I know. <laughs> Sometimes I had a class in the morning and I didn't want to go, but I was like, you know, I can get my breakfast sandwich mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. It's kind of like watching TV while I'm eating. I might as well go to the class. That's true. You know? Oh, it was so good. Did you? What was? What's been the worst class so far? Because you're almost done. I'm almost done. I'm, bas- I'm basically done. I'm doing my internship right now. But okay. the, the worst class... Here's the thing. I really didn't have 
a bad ex- like they, everyone has their different experiences and stuff mm-hmm. like that I like lucked out and like every single class I've actually taken something away from it and okay. loved it okay like it's weird I'm from my freshman year where I had the FYS and I was like this is I'm here for theater why am I taking this class mm-hmm. but they, they talked to us about income inequality and oh, how wow. it affects literally everything yeah from crime to literally poverty, mm-hmm. health, uh, yeah. age, all the things. Um, wow. So that really stuck with me. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go here mm-hmm. to theater history with Jesse Glover. I love her. Oh, dang, you don't know Jesse Glover? You just come. Just, Should here. I just come back? Just come back. Should I just relive like, my experience? It's so dope. It's great. <laughs> but we learned literally from Roman theater to where we are today and how we got there. Yeah. And then I, I just love my girl Melissa Lusher with... Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as I'm a very physical actor, mm-hmm. so she's been doing a checkoff work with me. Nice. So I've been vibing with her, and then mm-hmm. coach drilling us about the day. I am a very I'm a very active person. I hate sitting what? down. What? No, doing I don't the see whole, it at all. What? No, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to actually <laughs> go and do stuff, but sitting down and looking down at the text, I hate it. I know, but it's essential. You have it to is. do it, and yeah. then once you get it done, you can like. Oh dang! I didn't see it oh, that way, makes sense. and it's yeah. great. So doing with coach, and then oh, you didn't even have Lenny or Tom. Oh, or well, Tom is one of my dear friends. Oh, Tom! Tom Tom's been on the Tom podcast. Christopher Warren. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we love him. That's my boy. He's, he's amazing. Nah, it, it, it's just I. What I gotta say about Otterbine is. I'm. I would told them straight up. I didn't want to go there because hmm. I went to school all the time. Westerville South. It's literally three minutes away. I'm like, I want to leave. I yeah. want to go to like Chicago mm-hmm. or New York, maybe Atlanta, wherever. Yeah. But something that's really big about them and Chris Kirk and Lenny, they were ones that pu- pulled me in mm. a lot. Was the love mm-hmm. of the program. Yeah. They're loving. They're caring, and they. They're big on, we're going to work you hard, mm-hmm. but we're going to make sure we take care of you. Yep. Because, you know, acting itself, it's so simple. We basically, we get paid to play dress up. Like that, it's the biggest, it's the simplest thing. But as far as the hard work it takes to analyze things mm-hmm. and also uh, connect to the deep mental capacities of your yeah. mind. It can be exhausting, and it can be very dangerous mm-hmm. if not done properly. Yeah. So what that what Otterbein really does great uh, is they make sure you are drilled in the, your techniques, mm-hmm. but also that you can survive, that you yeah. can make it, you know? Because I've heard from different programs where it's just like, nah, this is the one way we do it. Either you rock with it or you don't, yeah. and I hope you make it go. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen and I've seen such a change I mean I think your your faculty there now at least from what I've heard has really implemented how much of a family it is that was great and we and where we come from and I Ben makes fun of me all the time it's like oh another guest from Otterbein it's like well but no (laughs) that's the whole thing you're just jealous I am I went to America hey you can come back to Otterbein with her it'll be a great time (laughs) you should be a theater major with me that sounds fun I'd do that well but the, I don't think anybody would hire me. But yeah. Well, they wouldn't hire me either. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I work in the field, it's uh, fine. Nah, I'll pull some for you. There we go. There we go. I, you know what? I actually I coach a lot of kids going into college. So going oh, yeah. through the whole process, it's just like, I wouldn't audition if it were on me now. I'd so find another major. 
I don't think I'd get in anywhere. <laughs> Stop! It's so hard. It's it's hard, but you gotta. Once something that I've learned a, a lot with uh, my experiences is, it's hard if you make it hard yeah. on yourself, uh, especially with like booking a job. A lot of it is just you weren't. It's not your talent. Right. It's not what your hard work was. It was the fact that you don't have a certain eye color. This person, we need a little taller or Mm -hmm. it's just not the vibe I was looking for. And it's great, but you just got to be able to stay true to your own authenticity. Keep on trucking. You're going to find your way. And I think that 20 years ago, that was not, there was a lot of pitting. Um, And it definitely, so I went through, well, three and a half years. I got out early. Mm. Like, (laughs) but you know, to, to not understand it might have been a look, or it might have been... And a couple times I found out it was my major, mm. where I was wanted, but because I was a BA, they had to put a BFA in there. I didn't know that. Uh, so I left Otterbein and didn't do anything for eight years, because I'm like, I'm not good enough. Dang. But going back into it, what I found, especially in this community... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't make it very far away from it, but like how, how appreciated Otterbein is, and how yeah. much... Because of what we've gained, and because of what we've worked for, is like... Oh, you're Otterbein trained. There's something different about it. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I, I'm, so. I'm getting it where... Now, I never want, like, the sort of status or the... Mm-hmm. the, the mm, I'll, yeah. I'll, I don't have the word, but like Lenny, the, if you don't have the word, just make the sound. Just the, uh, uh. Of like, you know, <laughs> I, I went to Yale or yeah. a Harvard or Juilliard and stuff like that. And it's like, nah, baby, we Otterbein. We got, we got dust. We yeah. not the... the fanciest but damn it do we have a lot of heart you see some i've heard so many people from new york be like i know otterbein or they say everybody comes from ohio (laughs) like going out there i went what two years ago Mm. yeah and just the number of people that i saw that had some connection from school it's like this is we're pretty we're pretty cool we're a little (laughs) hidden gem you know just out in ohio you know In a quiet, peaceful village. <laughs> With the cornfields and the cows. That's, <laughs> it blows my mind. I'm like, you, I, I can see why you think, yes, Ohio is yeah. cornfields yeah. and everything mm-hmm. there. And admittedly, if you drive 20 45 minutes, minutes yeah. in any direction, you, you will, will see exactly you what you're picturing will. in your head. Yeah. But that's not everything. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> also, a lot of flags that, why have we not taken those down yet? Because yeah. it's not 2020 anymore. Yeah, I digress. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I just I just went out in the country this past weekend. Uh-huh. Even my kids are like, what? Well, you go south, <laughs> you go south it's the hell yeah. is real sign. You yeah. go north, it's Grandpa's cheese bar. Oh. Oh. Um, have you been there, though? I have, I have yeah. You, you've been There's there? also a couple candy places yeah. up to the north, too, that get some shout-outs, depending on what direction you're going. So, apparently, Desmond has taught me during this podcast, I need an air fryer, and I need Yes. Go to Grandpa's Cheese Barn. Wait, Grandpa's Cheese Barn. No, God, you know what? Well, we should do a podcast with Grandpa's Grandpa? Cheese Barn. Is Grandpa there? I don't know, but I mean, like, oh, I would be so fascinated good. to find out the story of Grandpa's Can Cheese I just Barn. Do cheese the whole time. I don't see why they would say no. <laughs> Literally, that. free samples. Yeah. Do they anything. really? Yeah, and I thought they were because I just went there actually like three months ago, and I was like, oh, COVID. There's not samples they, anymore. Why do I go? No. Like, they have survived this long. They figure it out what to do. 
Any anything you want to say? It's so great. I will go with y'all. Like, okay. Do you want to? Let's a, go this summer. I love okay. Grandpa's Cheese Barn. Okay. It's 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 music. I I always get the name mixed up. I'll say Grandpa Cheesy Barn, Barn of Cheese, <laughs> Barn, and, and, Gra- Grandma's barn. Cheese, oh. and you know something like that. But there's it's whatever. It's I don't think they mind. Nah, it's it's you go there. But see, yeah, it's so there's Grandpa's Cheese Barn, yeah. and you know they got all the cheese and like snacks. Like oh, they got their Buffalo style. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, dry corn. I love that. You got your crackers, you got your dips and stuff like that. But then right across from it is the candy shop. And the candy shop. I didn't know that I was a fudge fan. I didn't know. But they make fudge. Here's This is why I'm weird about fudge. I don't like eating food that's trying to taste like something else. It's like, why don't I just eat that? Like, okay, so I'm I'm a big little kid. My favorite... Ice cream flavor is cotton candy. I okay. love anything cotton candy. Okay. I will eat it. Ice cream, yeah. the Rita's, the the mm-hmm. cotton candy misto shake. I'll eat it. <laughs> but see, at Grandpa's Cheese Barn, what they do is they have fudge. But it's not just chocolate fudge. Like they have twenty different fudges. They got the pecan praline. Oh my oh, gosh, oh, that's amazing. They got like um, a strawberry lemonade. Where you're like, why don't I just get a strawberry lemonade? And I'm like. But I is don't it know. good though? Oh, it's delicious. Really? It's crazy. See, to me, that I, I'm you, like you. I you, would rather you eat. You would be like that. Oh, you would. But cool. you have it until you have literally oh, the s'mores, the um, the chocolate mint chocolate chip. You just try it. Literally, you have that one sip. They know what they're doing. <laughs> That's when you know that you have a great company, is when you're like, you can try it or you don't want to try it. Right. It's here. And you can have as many samples as you well, want. Well, people will drive from forever far away to go there, won't they? Forever. I, yeah. I will drive from Dayton to uh, up there. I will drive from Columbus. I'll yeah. go to Cleveland and be like, well, I'm coming back to Columbus. So I, I have stop to at stop at the Grandpa the Cheesy, cheesy barn. barn. You feel me? <laughs> I just have to. There's, it makes no sense. That's sort of like, you know, people leaving here and going yeah. up to. Um, so I just, over the summer, I've been trying out, like, just different stuff. Mm-hmm. I went to Amish country. Have y'all ever been to Amish country? That's yeah, oh, what is it? Yeah. The Dear Dutchman? Yeah, Dear Dutchman, man. That's crazy. Their pastries <laughs> are you could put you could replace a tire on your vehicle with one of these things. They're huge. Crazy. They're huge. Really? Crazy. Oh yeah. oh yeah. And then they this is how I knew see the Amish, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They they yeah. they don't need to do any extra stuff. Uh-uh. This is how I knew it was great. We get there and they have this part where you can choose two meats. And aside, and it's unlimited. You just can't take it home. You can sit there for five hours eat. and have it as long as you want. And I was like, bet. A bet. I'm going to eat it. Right. I got the, they got their, French. I think they do the roasted chicken, actually. And I did the, the roast beef. Mm-hmm. And they have a salad bar. So I got a little salad. Mm-hmm. Salad was fire. I get the food. And I'm like, this is Amish. Like, it, it's not about to be good. Like, it's not about to be seasoned. Delicious. Mm-hmm. And I'll, whoever's listening, you can judge and be like, uh-uh, he's wrong. Go to Dear Dutchman, you're going to be like, what? There's, you know, for living in Columbus, as long, we moved here in 87. For being here as long as we have, there are so many things we've missed out on. I've never been to Schmidt's. Never had a cream puff. I've heard of... Uh, really? Where's man. Schmidt's at? Uh, Schmidt's German is down Village. in German Village. Yeah, I've heard of that. <laughs> oh, man. They're cream puffs. They're about the size of a softball, and it's just... It, oh, it's unbelievable. Dang. Man. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm a fan of You're beer. a German I know. food person, too. Yavul. Yavul. 
five years of German. What are you doing? <laughs> Get down there now! Wow. I don't know. I, I, don't I, just, know. I just slipped into a really. really <laughs> Shit. I'm German, so I think I can get away with it. God, oh, I'm going to edit that out. Wow. <laughs> I like that. There. Ben's, Ben's like, we don't edit anything. That's what I say. <laughs> I do it, but I'm so lazy. Um, Editing's a lot. It is. I wouldn't do it. Especially for audio, because this is what I'm looking at. This is waveform. And where do you think we had that conversation? Zooming, zooming, zooming. This is why I don't do this. Yep. Mm -mm, no. So you have been busy. And yeah. I have heard your, you've been like a local celebrity to me since the summer. I kept hearing your name. Okay. I was like, he's a theater major. Oh. So we're family. Okay, sure. <laughs> so everything, this was a busy summer. It was, whew, uh, it was a busy summer. Um, so, Were you, you know, on campus? Did I, you stay on well, campus over the summer? I was. So, you know, March 15th, that was, that was a key yep. day. Yep. That's when I say the world shit the bed. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, we had COVID. Right. And, damn, COVID is awful. Not only all the deaths that have happened with COVID yeah. and, you know, the adjustments and everything, it, it, it just, uh, there's a lot of moving parts. So I was on campus. Mm -hmm. We thought it was going to be like, like two weeks, right? Two weeks. Mm -hmm. But then they're like, mm -hmm. OSU was closing down, going online. I was like, that's crazy. Hold up, I'm scared because uh -huh. it's like sort of whatever OSU does, everybody else does. They're like the Columbus City Schools. Yeah, for yep. the, rest of the, for, for the yeah. snow days. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the Are Columbus they going? Balls? Are they going? Okay, okay we're we're done. Done. let's go. We're good. We got it. I'm going to sleep. But um, so that started to happen. And then uh, uh, just one by one, domino effect. And all of a sudden, I was chilling on campus, hadn't had school for about two weeks. And then they're like, oh, you need to evacuate like immediately. I'm like, where? Oh. <laughs> like, I'm like, I gotta go back home? Like, I love my mama, but I ain't going back home. No. We had to go back home, and uh, so I had a lot of downtime, and mm. that's, I'm a, I'm a very busy dude. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I work very hard, um, and I'm in a sense where it's like, I'll complain if I'm too busy, but then once I'm like, just chilling i'm like i'm bored i gotta go do something yeah so uh what happened was i was at home and uh we we're just chilling and everything and i decided irresponsibly i have learned with covid now but irresponsibly i was like well i'm at home so i don't have school Guess I'm going to go uh, up to Toledo and visit a friend because, you know, I'm like, bro, COVID is not serious. I have yeah. learned since then. Well, yeah. It was a mistake. It was very, very confusing at the beginning. It was crazy. Yeah. I was just like, I wasn't expecting a vacation, so I will go to vacation. Yeah. So I went I went to Toledo uh, uh, with friends, and um, it, it was just crazy. Uh, I it, it happened, um, I think it was in June. Um, no. What was before June, May? Usually, yeah. We'll say May. I don't know. <laughs> this around year there. has been a blur. You could say it, a month and it would work. It's been crazy. Yeah. Uh, but what happened was I was on social media and it just kept popping up. It, people were texting me like, have you seen this? Have you seen uh -huh. this? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh -huh. I go online and uh, George Floyd, uh -huh. the name keeps popping up. And I'm like, what, what, what is this? And then I, I'm on where I'm, I'm now I'm very on the social media mm -hmm. before. I was just like, I'll see on the news or someone talks to me. Right. I just live my life. Yeah. But uh, what happened was 
someone sent me the video and I like finally watched it. Mm. And I'm just seeing. Here's my thing. I'm I don't believe in color blindness. Like we mm-hmm. we obviously see uh, yeah. racist stuff like right. that, but race is something that hits in the moment. But I'm just seeing a human right after, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm seeing a human laying down on the ground, and there is another human mm-hmm. that has their knee on the neck of another person. And then I'm like, hold up, I'm gonna le- look even now bigger at this. It's a black man mm-hmm. that has his uh laying on the ground and there is an officer that happens to be white mm-hmm. that has that is paying this man down and then i'm finding out about how long it was it was eight minutes and 46 mm-hmm. seconds and it, it just something struck in me because i hate when people are having the conversation about race and police brutality where it's like for example with george floyd people mm-hmm. are like well you know he shouldn't have been selling counterfeit bills or stuff like that. Or he didn't die because of the knee. He died because he OD'd and stuff like that. And I was like, what people got to realize, if you got to look at yourself being in George Floyd's shoes, mm-hmm. how would you feel if that would happen to mm-hmm. you? And that's my... So, like, basically that... I went ahead and I took three days and I just went took a hiatus and went back home and I'm just like... I'm going to get educated like crazy. Like, yeah. I'm about to see what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see what's going on with police brutality, what's mm-hmm. going on with income inequality, what's going on with the civil rights movement right. in the 1965s that's still mm-hmm. going on so today. Good. And mm-hmm. I really need to get educated because I have been so busy mm-hmm. in my own personal life that I haven't even reflect on, you know what? I'm Desmond, but I am an African-American man mm-hmm. living in America. Right. That's a lot of stuff that's been going on with mm-hmm. that. So um, once that happened, uh, I finally was like, you know what? I got to speak up. I had never um, on social media ever said Black Lives Matter. Yeah. I just because in my prior self, I felt that it was political. That right. It was something targeting. It's yeah. like, Ugh, I don't really want to touch that and stuff. I don't really want to mm-hmm. lose a friend or have to have a difficult conversation. But after getting educated and knowing my own experiences, mm-hmm. I was like, F that. Like, yeah. I'm going to just you go and I'm going to say it. You're allowed to cuss. Baby. I said that. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I said, fuck that. All right. Because it's like none of that stuff. Yeah. It's We're human beings. And it's happening to our brown and black people, and it needs to stop. So I made a post, and then literally the next day, um, I got reached out by a couple friends, and they're like, we want to do a protest mm-hmm. here in Westerville because yeah. we're sick and tired of this stuff. It's obvious that there's sides in right. Westerville, oh, and yeah. we want to make sure that we are the loudest side. We're the one that has the most support. But and it was my friend Sam. She's like, I don't feel comfortable as a white mm-hmm. person to be leading this. Yeah. This is something that needs a black voice to mm-hmm. to to share their experiences, to right. lead this and show that y'all are the leaders mm-hmm. in this. And it's time for us to not fall back and wait and stuff no. like that. It's time for us to lift y'all up and really mm-hmm. support and keep on going. So I'm like, fuck it, <laughs> we gonna do it. Yeah. Like you know what I. The planning, the protest is in three days. Mm-hmm. I've never planned a protest in my life or anything like that, but I'm like, we're going to do it. I know this thing called Facebook events. We're going to do that. <laughs> so um, uh, me, Sam, it was me, Sam, and Fatima uh, mm-hmm. went ahead and made the event on Facebook. And 
the craziest thing was Facebook's very deceiving. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, you can have a party and 50 people are saying they're coming, only like 20 people come. They're just, right. people yeah. had FOMO and they're like, I wanted to say I was coming, but I didn't, well, I just, you know, stuff like that. I just like wanted that. to say interested. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I just keep my options open yeah. and stuff. But so I, it said on the Facebook event, 200, 300 people may come. I was like, all right, so we're going to dwindle that down because, you know, people ain't coming out here in the pandemic and, you know, with everything being so heated, they're not going to come out. Maybe 50 people will come up. Maybe one. I was like, I don't care. I'm going to have my sign. I'm going to have my bullhorn. I will be the loudest one. One person can join me or 50. It it doesn't matter. I got to make sure I'm being heard and my people are being heard. But when I tell you it was crazy... uh, is I think June 9th is when the, mm-hmm. the protest was, and it was beautiful. Um, so I'm getting, it's the day of, and um, I'm, I'm like getting a bunch of buzz on my phone, texts and yeah. stuff like that. Like, hey, where's it at? And stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? We were supposed to meet just like in the uh, field at the um, Alm Creek Park. Mm-hmm. Let's meet at the amphitheater. Yeah. I'm just like, that it's it's a theater mm-hmm. stage. It works out. You're like I'm resonant. comfortable there. You know what I mean? I've yeah. done my yeah. stuff. Let's meet at the amphitheater. Let's just see. And you know, it gives people more space to spread out. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm thinking fifty people. Yeah. I'm like that way, one person each thing. I'm driving up and I'm twenty minutes early. I'm driving up and I'm like, Okay, why are people at the park right now? Mm-hmm playing with their kids. Like, I'm thinking, like, I can't find a parking spot. Like, yeah. what the hell's going on? Right. Pull up. I'm walking to the back of the amphitheater. There is about 800 people there. And I'm like, hmm. what? <laughs> They're 20 minutes early, too? Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? I'm sorry. Hey, how you doing? So I'm walking around. Once yeah. the time hits, like, you know, for it to start, we got over 1,000 people. And I'm like, this is crazy. It, it just, it, it inspired me. I had a, a, a tingle just mm-hmm. all in my body, and I was yeah. like, oh, we rolling. Mm-hmm. Like, th- it was at that moment, I was like, oh, hell no. There's no way I'm going to be silent and not keep right. going. And, and, and it, it kept growing. I didn't even prepare a speech, but then I just, it, something just deep in my soul and my research just mm-hmm. came, and I had a speech going. Yeah. And, um... Fatima spoke, and it, it was just so beautiful. And mm-hmm. I'm seeing old friends I haven't seen since middle school. I'm seeing teachers that mm-hmm. I haven't seen before. I'm seeing new people. I'm seeing community members. I'm yeah. seeing just everybody. And I was like, we're going to roll. So the first protest with my 1,000 people, we <laughs> went through Otterbein. Mm-hmm. And what started to be beautiful was it is like, as we're going, and my crowd is behind me, we got people with their houses. They're honking their horns yeah. as they're driving by. We do speeches in front of the uh, municipal mm-hmm. building, and it's, like, phenomenal. Yeah. It's great. And then we're coming back to the mm-hmm. amphitheater, and I'm, I'm big on, um, I've been really exploring um, Buddhism mm. and uh, being mindful mm-hmm. and knowing the importance of impermanence that nothing lasts forever. But the connectedness of Buddhism and the heart with people, uh, I just was like, you know what, everyone, let's just sit down. And let's just breathe in this moment because we're in something that's super special. Mm-hmm. Like, I I ain't never seen this in West. Yeah. I, I ain't, it, this is huge. Yeah. There's a different vibe about this, mm-hmm. and we got to really hold on to this. So, I had everyone sit down, and uh, 
I sat down with everyone as well, and we just, I said, we're going to take two minutes and just mm. meditate, and we're going to breathe in this moment. Close your eyes, open your eyes, just look around. And just what I saw from people, it was it was passion. It uh, it was happiness, but there's also mm. a lot of sadness, mm -hmm. too. Like, um, there's a young lady uh, that uh, I remember when I was leading the protest, um, she was just crying with me and I'm like what's, what's going on someone do something are you like yeah let point them to me I got you but she's like no yeah. I'm, I'm just so happy that this is happening and I'm just like mm. she's like I, for so long I didn't feel like I was wanted or like you know I felt like I, mm. I couldn't really speak up but this is really happening yeah and I'm seeing that young lady now in this reflection she's just got tears mm. down her eyes and everyone there's just a, a mix of emotion and I'm looking around and I just something deep in my soul after the thing I was like listen I will literally will keep on going as long as y'all want me to I will if, if you say run I'll run with you if you we gonna cry we gonna, I'm gonna cry with you I'm gonna get the research with you I'm going to be with you along this way mm -hmm. because I am a special circumstance as a black male mm -hmm. in this moment I have certain experiences that mm -hmm. others don't I am here for you as long as you need me. Yeah. And then we ended it there. And I thought it was just going to be that. Like, I thought, okay, you know, hot button issues in America. This thing happens. Yeah. Okay. But now we're going to look over there and over there. But the craziest thing that happened was literally the next day, 500 notifications on mm. my social media. I got a hundred texts from people. I got messages and stuff. When's the next one? I want to yeah. do this. I want to help. I want to do this. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> really? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm seeing. I'm like, really? This is happening. And the craziest thing um, was then after that, it, it it just was like a rocket. Um, I was working with a nonprofit, uh, Community Threads, that mm -hmm. uh, is located in the uh, in the Old Town East area, mm -hmm. and it's uh, located in a food desert mm -hmm. and. A lot of people to get fresh produce you gotta walk miles or you're gonna go to a corner store mm -hmm. so um i was working with my brother javel fernandez and nani greer and we were just um working to be a, a resource to the community i think a lot of times you know new establishments come in and it's like how can i get the money right rather than how can i benefit this community mm -hmm. so we're like we're gonna build a community center for these people um, so we're, we're big on holistic, uh, eating and holistic living and mm -hmm. getting that information and know, yeah. like, how can you be resourceful, but also live a healthy life mm -hmm. as well? Cause money, not everyone right. has that. Yeah. Uh, and with that building, there's a lot of heart and soul in it. And I, with another protest, I did one where, um, it was a two-parter. We did the same sort of structure as a protest in Westerville, but I was like, you know what? I find with protest, we come out here and we scream to our lungs, give out, and our faces turn blue, but we never really look next, left and right at the person mm -hmm. we're protesting with and really yeah. get to know them, build yeah. a connection, mm -hmm. an establishment. So I was like, we're going to do a protest. We're going to make sure Westerville knows that we're still here. Really, the world still knows mm -hmm. we're here. But then the second part, everyone, take two hours, go get a rest rehydrate yourself and then I'm going to take you guys to my building in Old Town East because here's another thing too a lot of Westerville people they love to support their community but it's like 
y'all got to go outside. Uh-huh. It's not Westerville's a way bigger area than where we at now. Yeah. I was like, I want y'all to go out, and I really want to see mm-hmm. how meaningful your words and your right. stuff is to the people that yeah. it's re- is affecting right now. That downtown Columbus area, mm-hmm. we have many, many impoverished, impoverished people, people that are sleeping mm-hmm. on the streets. Yeah. Look at this and acknowledge it, and right. that'll fuel your passion. Yeah. People like to shy away from it because they won't feel bad. Nah, acknowledge it and right. fuel your passion. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was beautiful. Uh, I'm seeing people all walks of life that would never, ever be connected whatsoever come to this art building. We had mm-hmm. a nice patio area, and we had food prepared by Nani. Uh, my boy Zach, I gotta shout out my boy Zach for sure. Uh, Jack, Zach Huffins, uh, that that's he he right there. He's a connection where it was like, you know what? This is what it means when we have the same goal in mind mm-hmm. and we can achieve it together, and it's a good goal, and it doesn't matter where we come from. Yeah. Zach is the complete opposite of mm-hmm. me whatsoever. You would look at him and you would be like Westerbilly. You know what I mean? We know Westerbillies. You know, redneck, yeah. tough guy. Uh, White, just just in older than he's uh, and stuff, but Ice Promise, that is my boy. Like mm-hmm. we just met two months, but it's like I know you, I love you, and I will fight for you to the end of the day. That's and awesome. he would do the same for me. Yeah. And that's what I was trying to establish mm-hmm. for everyone. So we did the community event. We I'll had to share music. a meal too. Oh, you fi- yeah. you you feel me? Yeah. We had food donated mm-hmm. from uh, the Mid Ohio Food Bank, nice. and they came, and um, we they, so we cooked that food up, and just everyone came together. We listened to music. I'm an old soul, so I love my uh, I love my James Brown, <laughs> my Ray Charles, my Stevie Wonder, <laughs> but I, I, I also listen to my boy Kendrick Lamar, yeah. and I listen to Drake. I listen to everybody, um, and uh, we played all type of different music. Everyone shared a meal. We had performances going on, speeches, mm-hmm. um, and then we I invited some black-owned uh, uh, businesses to have a little vendor uh, oh, cool. spots yeah. there, so yeah. they so people can mm-hmm. support. And it was beautiful. And you know, since then, it, it, there's been a big lift off as mm-hmm. far. It, it just keeps on getting higher. Where it's yeah. like, all right, this is the work we have to start doing right. to keep going. That nonprofit, mm-hmm. a great start to it. Let's build on it even more yeah. because I think that we we saw on social media a lot empower black. I mean, amplify black voices. Yeah, yeah. Now we're doing that. I think another part is we got to amplify black businesses mm-hmm. and we got to amplify those economics to help them because money is not the end all be all of everything. No, but it makes the world go round. Like we got yeah. we got to be honest about it. You want lights on, you're going to have to ship off some dollars mm-hmm. or do a window. You feel right. me? Yeah. So uh, for black people to have financial autonomy and be able to really uh, be free as far as what they want to do in their own endeavors is key. So mm-hmm. that's why I was like, all right, we need to have these black owned uh, vendors here. And now what I'm just doing, because, you know, I had that. I literally can talk forever. Uh, is there a cutoff? Like, No. All right, but so I'll, I mean, we do have, have to go home eventually. Yeah. But, you know. All right, yeah. I'll, what, what, what time is it? Probably just order food. You know? I do got my, my, as long as I'm out here by three. Um, my, but one thing, so I had, um, I had, so Juneteenth, mm-hmm. a holiday that needs to be recognized by everybody, uh, is very uh, key. 
Um, so I had all my protest events and stuff, mm-hmm. nonprofit and everything was going. It was great. Yeah. It was popping. And yeah. I'm like slowly developing a team, but I'm, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like I'm, I'm learning on the fly. I'm right. a big thing, uh, from a teacher that I had, uh, it's improvise, adapt, overcome. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that. And that's yeah. the big thing I'm doing. I am ran no non-profit, done a protest, <laughs> stuff like that. But through my training at Otterbein, here's yeah. a plug right there, as theater majors, yeah. where <laughs> that, we improvise, we, we yeah. do. You want something? All right, I'll figure out how to do mm-hmm. it, and we'll get it done. Um, and when it doesn't work, you change it. You change you make it, it. Make it work. That's it. Put yep. a little different color on it, and you're good. Yep. And what I did was, uh, so we had um, the, uh, I, I hosted a Juneteenth cookout. With paired with um, a little uh, student-led organization in the name of Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. and I was like, I love the community events. I love everyone sharing a meal. It's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Food brings people together, mm-hmm. and Good Times does as well. So we're gonna go to Off Park, and I'm gonna gather donations, and we're going to have a Juneteenth cookout. Mm-hmm. We're gonna invite everybody to the cookout, and. Uh, it was great. I was. It, it, I always get. It's sad, but it's also empowering. How I have lower expectations when it comes to stuff like this is mm-hmm. because my own experiences. It was never really helpful. It was right. always a. Uh, maybe they'll understand me, but I just got to keep on marching and moving on because I know I'm right. You know, right. but yeah. it the the mm-hmm. it's showing now that people mm-hmm. are in support. So we had uh, donations um, from local businesses. Uh, someone that worked at Chipotle, I mean, not Chipotle, uh, Chick-fil-A. Mm. They donated the nuggets. And I was like, I love them nuggets. <laughs> uh, and then Java Central. Ooh, oh, I got, yeah. oh, my boy Piper. I love him, man. Um, Java Central was so helpful as far as mm. donating containers. And they also, like, uh, came and volunteered and helped. Like, oh, nice. it's the big thing where... It's not only supplies are donated, but time is donated. And that's when we know people want to do yeah. this. Uh, I got my one of my friends, uh, their dad came. He worked in the grill. And then we got the, <laughs> we got a young guy. He was supposed to work the grill. And, he, and then the dad comes up. He's like, Where, so where's the grill at? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's in like, total dad I, you feel me? I'm, get, get out of the way, young <laughs> yeah. buck. I'm going to show you how. Uh-huh. But um, it, it just it worked out so perfectly. Mm-hmm. That I had so many holes in my plan, but my community came and, yeah. and just lifted me up. So it was great. Awesome. Um, it worked out beautifully. We talked about Juneteenth. We invited uh, black-owned vendors. We also got people registered to vote mm-hmm. because if vote is not the cure, but it is a tool. Yes. We gotta, yeah. we gotta get that going. Yeah. And it, it was just so beautiful. Uh, white, black, young, old, everything just came together and dad you, you you feel me like you, you can ask me anymore we yeah. we got we got the music going yeah. it's 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 great mm-hmm. and then alas every dream and stuff like that it has to come to an end i was uh i did um a kickball tournament mm-hmm. you know i was like uh it's everything's going great my speech is done yeah i'm living in paradise mm-hmm. I'm going to be like one of the young bucks. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and play uh, kickball. So I go and play kick. First of all, always stretch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. This is where the story's going. (laughs) Always stretch is so key because I. um, And as a theater major, you should know. 
I should have known. I should have did my cambre and all that, but I, but I just didn't. I was just like, no. I'm on top of the world, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Always remain humble. Mm-hmm. Can't feel like I'm on top of the world. I can do anything. I got a team together. We had a kickball tournament, and then I was like, all right, it's my time to go. Desi Dez is going to go. Kick the ball, make it to first base, safe. Great. I'm like, all right, cool. Now, here's the thing. I'm a little asshole when it comes to competition. <laughs> I'm the one that gets in your head, all right? I'm the one. LeBron James is my favorite player, but one thing I admire about Michael Jordan, he gets in your head all the time. So when I used to play uh, baseball, they called me Hollywood because I did theater right. and I was very uh, showy. Like mm-hmm. you could just yes, if a, if we got line drive and it's coming this way, I can just catch it and throw. But I'm like, yeah. Ugh. and then I'm throwing it that way. <laughs> if there's a ball, if it's a pop fly and it's coming this way, I'm diving for it and I'm oh, catching. Course, yeah. I always was good with yeah, it, but yeah. I was like, I can yeah. show a little flair because I got it. So Absolutely. they gave me the nickname Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was always showy. Whenever I'm about to steal a base. Snapping my fingers, I'm like, hey, yeah, what, what, what's going on? So, uh, it happened in three. It's so crazy how it happened in threes. Um, I steal bases. I'm a big boy. I need to be off that base by the time the ball's kicked. Mm-hmm. I need a head start. The ball's kicked. I start to run. Foul ball. Got to go back. The ball's kicked again. Foul ball. I got to go back. And I'm so. This is like the second time I'm running. I'm like, Lord. I'm a big boy, y'all. Like, I can't mm. be running back and forth like this. Somebody got to run for me. And see, I should have listened because this guy came up to me. He's like, hey, dog, I, I can run for you. Like, it's fine. Like, you're, I understand you. heat. And I'm like, man, get the hell out of here. I'm just talking. <laughs> boy, like, you don't know who you're talking to. You're talking to Hollywood, man. <laughs> so, literally, here's the thing. Right as this guy leaves, I'm off the base. The pitcher throws the ball at me. I dodge it. And I'm like, Oh, here we go. Hollywood time. So I'm booking it. I'm booking it like crazy. And everyone's like, ah, yeah, he's about to go. He's about to go. So that's Hollywood going. But then I also was Big Diesel in football because I was a big boy that could run. Yeah. I would truck it. Uh, so I'm almost there. And then I hear a pop. And it's like extraterrestrial. Like, what the hell? I'm thinking it's somewhere else. Yeah. It's an internal pop in my body. Oh, my god. And it's gosh. loud. And then as I'm going... My leg just gives out, and I, like, am sliding yeah. face first. So I'm still a competitor at everything. I'm crawling it's to the not, base. Like, sure. I, yeah. my leg's out, but I'm like, ah, ah, I'm fucking, I'm safe. And everyone's safe. And everyone's like, woo. But also some people are like, oh, my gosh, he's so dramatic. There's Hollywood. Why do you have to slide? Like, it was obvious. I was going to make it. Right. But they're like, why do you have to slide? And then I'm like, woo. And then the, uh, the adrenaline goes down. They're like, yeah. Ah, shit. Ah, I'm trying to get up, and I'm like, I can't. And then I'm looking at my knee, and here's your, here's where your your kneecap's supposed to be. Yeah. Mom went up uh, and then right. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, mm. yo, something's up. I can't get up. This hurt. And everyone's like, ah, stop being dramatic. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I'm like, serious. I can't get up. Like, someone yeah. needs to help me up, like, mm-hmm. now. And then I'm like, they're like, oh, shit. Oh, he's for real. So my boy G and Bell come and my and uh and Rachel, they're coming and um they help me off because those are those are my big three. I love them. They help me off and um in a matter of like five minutes, like my my knees swelled up like the size of oh, a small melon. We'll mm. say that. Like not even a grapefruit, a small melon. And uh long story short, see, what was funny was okay, to go back in time. 
I this is when you need to know to stay humble and not be invincible. Um, literally a week before that, I had a concussion. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! After my charity event, um, we had a lot of celery and milk left over. So we had a freezer in, I mean, a refrigerator in the basement. So I was like, I'm bringing down the celery and milk. It's important that I say celery and milk. Absolutely. Uh, so <laughs> I'm bringing it down. I'm holding it like this. Uh, and I slipped down the stairs. Okay. I thought I slipped at the bottom of the stairs. No. But uh, apparently I slipped at the top of the stairs. I just went went So all I went, uh, and you know, like a banana, mm-hmm. like go up. Mm-hmm. And I hit the back of my head. And my mom is like. You don't have a concussion. You don't have. And I was like, I don't know. My girlfriend, Rachel, she's like, I think you got a good. I think you got a concussion. She's like, ah, you don't have a concussion. And I, I don't know if I've ever had a concussion. So I'm like, I don't know. But um, I'm like feeling a little woozy and stuff like that. I go to sleep, and then um, I, I go to sleep because I have to wake up early because I have a speech the next day oh for gosh. another protest. It's the Westville Education protest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm like. Ah shit! I gotta. I'll just go to sleep and I'll rest. Um, Which is I'll always wake, good with a concussion. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I just need to do. Yeah. And uh, just sleep it off. My girlfriend, she's so worried. God bless her soul. She <laughs> kept waking me up like every two hours just to make sure I was alive. Smart. Because yeah. she's like, you have a concussion, bro, and I'm like, I don't. Like, chill. <laughs> so I wake up and I, I I have a speech already prepared, but I got a headache and stuff is a little like mm-hmm. off. And then I'm like, oh, headache. All right, cool. I'm driving. Uh, no, I didn't drive, actually. I was like, ah, I don't feel like driving. Like, it was like that. It's like, I don't feel bad. I don't feel like driving. I drive to the event, um, and it's time for me to give a speech. And it's on my phone. And you know how it is with screens. Uh-huh. I'm like, ooh, this don't look good. So, like, I'm giving the speech. And I swear, it was the most awful speech ever. I got claps because uh-huh. I think it was just like, ah, Desmond is going, so we have to clap or not. Um, oh and I swear, it was my speech was off. It was just bad. And I was just like, whew, something ain't right. So I go to the hospital, and I, how this ties back to my knee is when I went to the hospital, you know, it was COVID time, so it was mm-hmm. a long-ass wait. Yeah. But this girl comes in, and she dislocated her elbow. So now, fast forward. Also, by the way, yes, I got diagnosed with a concussion. Right, yeah. They said you mm-hmm. are the craziest thing ever. You yeah. did the worst thing. You stared at a screen. Uh-huh. It was bright light uh-huh. and it was loud noises yeah. around a bunch of people. After you slept. And then yeah. you let a protest right after. What the hell were you doing? You're crazy. <laughs> but I, I healed then. So fast forward. I was still recovering from a concussion and then I did all that work. And I don't know Gosh. why I was doing that. So then fast forward. My knee is like that, and I'm like, ah, I just dislocated my knee oh, like, the, like girl the girl in the hospital. That I met a week ago. Great. Uh-huh. So, my, um, so what happened was, then um, that later that night I had another event. My sister, Mara, was opening up a, a little a late night uh, business thing. And I was like, I need to help out with that. I love my family. I'll do anything for them. I was like, I got to do that. So then um, I was like, all right, everyone. The ambulance is coming. My mom's like, you better call ambulance now because uh-huh. we need to get this checked out. I was like, okay, everyone, don't just relax. Everything's fine. Keep on having good vibes, good mm-hmm. information, stuff like that. I just got to go get this popped in place real quick, and then I got this event after. <laughs> it's going to be perfectly fine. It's great. Have fun. Hey, turn off the the dad. You know, the yeah, dad. Yeah. He's like, hey, 
I got you, baby. Don't, hey, don't, don't you worry. I got this He's grill. Still yeah, you yeah. still curving. <laughs> I'm like, all right, great. It's cool. Um, my people's at uh, Java Central. They're like, we're going to clean up for you. Uh, my mom, she's like, I'll take care of this. Don't you worry. My pops has got me. Everyone's fine. It's a great community event. They're like, go take care of yourself, Desmond. And I'm still like, I can't wait. They're like, it's take fine. care of yourself. I'm just fine. Yes. <laughs> so um, they take me out on stretcher. I get to the hospital. And um, the craziest thing, I'm just thinking, my knees just, like, I'm like, yeah. doctor, just I think just in. pop it in and I got to go. But then as I'm sitting there waiting, the pain's like mm-hmm. crazy. I have a high pain tolerance yeah. by my uh my physical therapist, he tells me. And I am at a four right now mm-hmm. with my knee out of place. But mm-hmm. as I'm waiting longer and longer and the adrenaline's starting to go down, it works its way up to like an eight, oh, nine. Gosh. My leg is twitching like crazy. It's having spasms. Mm-hmm. And the pain's like, it's swelling up and it's crazy. Yeah. And like they had to give me a, a one medicine. That didn't work. They had to give me another one. And that wasn't working. And finally, like, I just had to breathe, calm down, thank God for meditation and Buddhism. Hmm. But then um, the doctor comes in. The first doctor she looks at, she's like, can you move it? I can move it side to side. Yeah. I could bend it a little bit. But if you told me to just lift it up, I'm like, mm-hmm. I literally can't. She's like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so they bring in a specialist. Oh, that always makes you feel Yeah, good. you know, they, she's <laughs> like, I don't know what that is. So they bring in a specialist. Um, he looks at it, he's like, do this, do that. He's like, oh boy, I hope I don't have X-ray vision. I was like, what do you mean? I just, it's, it's out of place. Just yeah. Pop it in. Comes back. He's like, son, you you've ruptured your patellar tendon. I was like, what? So is that like back here? It's right in the front. Oh my god. It's the mm. tendon, literally right in the front. He's like, you like ruptured. under your kneecap? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's under or above it. Want want. I think. Uh. No, but no. I'm good. This is good radio. We're feeling our knees right now. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out. And I, it, no, it's I, somewhere yeah. in there, but it's so pivotal to mm. this knee. And he's like, it's. I was like, ruptured? What? Like, I got a little tear. He's like, Did it just pop? I completely snapped it. <gasps> oh, my, oh God. my God. It, it Like a rubber band yeah. completely snapped. Ooh. And therefore, okay, I got you. The patellar tendon, I believe, is connected to the patella bone. Yeah. And once it snapped, and I had a bunch of spasms because the muscle was elongated. (laughs) Now it's shortened, and all my muscles slid up. They didn't like being Ah. like, they they were like, ah, so they're crazy. He's like, I was like, what the hell? I was like, what does this mean? He's like, you got to have surgery. I'm like. Did you have immediate surgery? I was like, bro, here's the thing. Because <laughs> of COVID, I had to wait 10 days. Oh, so no. I was I was on perks like for the longest, yeah. which... Uh, so you finally is. took your quiet time in COVID and got rest. I, for, I was forced to have... I was pissed the whole time. I was like, I was like, Doc, what do you mean? Like, yeah. I was just running. Like, I was like, I was just running. What do you kickball. mean? It was kickball. He's like, what are you, did you get in a fight or something? I was like, I was running. I was playing kickball. He's like, because I had a bunch of dirt on me too because I was on the field. He's like, I could have swear you were in a fight. Like, no, I just. With a kickball? I was kickball. Like, I was just going. I was safe. I, mean, I was I was on the base. I was safe. But he was like, ah, oh, you got to have oh. surgery, so. Long story short, I, I had surgery. In to find out, I had so two years ago I tore my meniscus. I retore the meniscus too, and I had surgery. And 
I was I was in a I was in a depressed state for a moment because I was busy like twenty four seven. I had speeches and stuff like that, and I was like, "Yo, I'm letting people down. I can't do anything. I can't even like get on the phone to like say something real quick because pain meds. I was mm-hmm. the pain was excruciating. Uh, it, pain meds kick in. I can't be on the phone too right. long. So <laughs> you're like P H Q. I literally <laughs> sent a text. I was like to my boy G. I said, "Hey, I need." <laughs> He's like, "What?" And then I sent him, he was weird. I was like, hey, I sent him, it was like 3 o'clock, he was like, hey, you up? And he was like, bro, what are you doing? I don't get you up, text, don't do that again. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 it wasn't like that, baby, it wasn't like that. <laughs> but um, it, uh, it, it was a, how traumatic the experience was, it was a blessing in disguise, mm-hmm. though. Uh, because first it took me off my, I'm on top of the world, I'm, ki- yeah. I'm King Kong right now, right. baby. And, and it just forced me to be like, nah, I'm Desmond. And I had to really take time to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I've learned now I need my sleep. Yeah. I need to stretch. Mm-hmm. And I need to, you know, as far as going back into the gym, taking priorities for myself and mm-hmm. being able to be self uh, selfish because I'm yeah. very selfless. I'll give the shirt off my back to anyone that needs a shirt. Right. I will take my time. I'll do anything for anyone. I just, I love helping people. But um, it learned that. I can't help anyone if I ain't got any gas in the tank mm-hmm. for myself. Yeah, I can't get to you if I didn't got anything for myself. Right. So it taught me that, but it also taught me lean on my community because mm. I serve so much for my community. But the the outreach of people, um, it was fantastic. Mm. Uh, the home visits from my friends, uh, my boy Zach, he brought me some collard greens and mm-hmm. it was delicious. Yeah. Um, my boy uh, Derek yeah. and and Wolf, um, they brought me food over. They visited me. It was. Friends that visit me, but like also like, my biggest thing is at my uh, events. I always tell people, we all know each other. We just didn't know it yet, mm-hmm. you know. Because once people start talking, they're like, "Oh, you know that?" Or "Oh, yeah. I work there too." Mm-hmm. We all know each other. We just didn't know it. That's why I'm like, why are we spreading all this hate and right. all this stuff and racism and stuff? It's just like we all know each other. Human mm-hmm. beings at the fundamental thing. Race is such a simple thing, but people make it uber complicated and yeah. should not be this this drastic factor which it is but um it allowed me to learn to lean on my community mm. have that support um and, and and it was fantastic uh and i'm i'm also like in the middle of like i'm running these nonprofits and stuff like that i'm also working like i was doing uber eats so oh, look i'm like hey they're like you did the speech i'm like yeah here you go here's your, here's here's your, your mcdonald's tacos. yeah yeah here's your mcdonald's <laughs> throw a little extra tip if you want yeah i gotta go make think i still gotta make money right. all, all this yeah. non-profit where it's not it's not paid um Mm-mm. it's from the kindness of my heart but they started go fund me for me it helped mm-hmm. me out um awesome. tremendously and it just allowed me to get back on my feet mm-hmm. um a lot of people are just saying like i'll inspire them I help them get back on their feet as far as uh, being able to be vocal and mm-hmm. feel important. And um, after that, uh, I was just like, hey, everything happens for a reason. I was doing too much, mm-hmm. and my biggest saying, um, can't nobody stop me but me. Yeah, and, and, and you were. And, and, and it was me. Yeah. God was like, ah, can nobody stop you mm-hmm. but you, but I will stop yeah. you, brother. Yeah. They tried to tell me with that concussion, I stepped, ke- mm-hmm. I still kept on going. He's like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm sorry, but I got to do this to you. So um, yeah. that happened, and I, I learned a lot. It really mm-hmm. changed my perspective on things, and it allowed me to grow stronger to take care of myself. And after that, I was like, all right, I can't do no protests. Can't do that. 
I'm gonna get even more educated now. So mm-hmm. that was like, all right, that's when my mind of, uh, I guess, sort of at ease for people and for us to. I still preach love, definitely, mm-hmm. but I think I became more of and um, equality for all mm-hmm. ain't enough anymore. We need equity and we need anti-racist efforts. And that's when I got educated, whether I was reading, um, um, shoot, uh, oh, I love Maya Angelou, mm-hmm. or I'm reading Angela Davis, you know, Alex Baldwin, and I'm getting I'm Malcolm X, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King, all these different yeah. approaches to the movement and what they all did. I was like, I got to get educated because, first of all, I'm not the first one to be starting no mm-hmm. revolution. They've been doing this. Yeah. But I know there's a torch that I need to be right. taking, and I need to lead this in the right way that is inclusive to everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just a black fight. It's a right. human fight, and we all got to go. And that's why I learned with the thing about his race. Um, race is such a simple thing, but people want to make it complicated. Like, Black Lives Matter. People want to make it political. I'm mm-hmm. just like, bro, no, we, we don't need to do that. No. Uh, I, I wish we could remove race and really it's the culture. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, I used to like, and this is recent, like I'm not a perfect person that has all the information. Literally two months ago, this is way after I have led protests and stuff like that. Yeah. I was scared to say black power. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. It sounds like supremacy. But then as I got educated right. about it, black power is not white supremacy Mm-mm. black power is not the kkk it you you can't say we need to gain back our supremacy when you never really had it right black people had never had that supremacy mm-hmm. it was always for white people and to go more specific for white men right but what i found was what black power is is to be able to be free as a black person mm. just to be me Right. As a human being that mm-hmm. happens to be black, as a black, as a human being that happens to be black, that has the culture of black. That the culture is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You gotta, people's culture is a precious and beautiful thing. Yeah. That's why we can't be appropriating it, mm-hmm. and we cannot be just using it willy nilly and stuff like that. Like we talked about food, right? Mm-hmm. It's that love. It's that culture. It's that knowledge that yep. makes it authentic. Yeah. Um, and that's why, I'm, like, I hold strong to my culture. I hold strong to my rap music, mm-hmm. to my um, to my <clears throat> artists, to my poets, mm-hmm. to everything, because it's a culture. And, and people are like, ah, but do we always have to talk about the oppression? No, we don't always have to talk about the oppression mm-hmm. because black people are human beings. We right. do. But our culture is a culture that has been rooted in resilience mm-hmm. and resistance. And it cannot be avoided. Mm-hmm. It just that it's That's literally part of the culture. It's the yeah. nature of it. it yeah. There's no other way to it. You can't wishy washy it around. Yeah. So that's why I, I think it's so important that we talk about mm-hmm. uh, Black history and Black history should be every year. Black history to me it's is is, history. is 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 history. Yeah. It is American. When I'm saying yeah. my Black history. It's American history because there is no America without black people. Mm -hmm. And people got to start to realize that. Like, ah, you just came. We took you over here and then you sat free and then you decided to stay. No one decided to stay. There was that is all we knew, you know. And um, once once I I got more in tune, I'm going to feel more comfortable in my own blackness. I was able to have freedom in my mind and therefore Mm -hmm. I was able to be free 
urge to like have conversations with people now. I'm telling yeah. you, a year ago, I don't know what I would probably just stay on toilet talk and then I would not go this deep. Which toilet talk is perfectly <laughs> fun. Is, I mean, it's it's its own kind of deep. You, it's gotten us where we are. You know, really, you, you, yeah, that's it's got us there. I, I, I love toilet talk, but now I feel comfortable where it's yeah. like I'm sorry, toilet talk. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go in my toilet after. I'm like, yeah. hey, I still love you, baby. But uh, but to be able to to open up. Yeah. Something. I mean, I think what what is so powerful that what you said is that you researched, and that's you so much that. of it. And that's it's out there. It's not like hidden we information. We are it's, in the day and age yes. of technology and information, and there's no longer an excuse. And I think the excuse is it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and I think yes. that is yeah. ultimately that's I think that's where the division line is it's like if it's uncomfortable a lot of people don't want to deal with it they don't want to I deal just want to stand like yeah, this yeah they just want yeah, I mean because not, you know what it's yeah. it's just your status quo keep going okay yeah I get I get that predilection yeah. but it's wrong yeah because there's no growth in comfort right mm-hmm. you, you you have to be uncomfortable you have to take those steps but that's it's, where change happens right exactly. is the discomfort it's discomfort and then it's also the change is happening we, where we talk about so then I'm finding the thing there's a split there's the equality talk and there's the equity talk Hmm. well let's just make everybody equal and we'll get to this point and it's just like everybody's free so therefore they're good to our own devices Hmm. no because there's a thing of nature and there's also a human nature human nature ain't always pure and true Mm -hmm. and equal for everybody we have systemic racism we have personal racism within ourselves we Mm -hmm. have income inequality we have lack in our education there's so many different aspects we can't leave it to just human nature we got to fight more on equity and we have to be more radical Mm -hmm. we have to be doing things that is shaking up our foundation and we got to be able to try it's not I'm, i'm sorry but i can't be complacent when in my own home state near where i live where my mom lives we got shootings. Yeah. A man, uh, Casey Goodson Jr., mm-hmm. that was shot in the back, murdered. Mm-hmm. People, oh, we got to wait till the investigation. Murdered, murdered. holding a Subway yeah. sandwich. Andre Hill, just most recently, mm-hmm. holding his phone, yeah. got shot in the chest. And then it took him three minutes to actually call the paramedics because they're still spooked about, ah, he's got a gun and stuff like that. We have a broken system. Mm-hmm. People are afraid to admit it people are afraid to recognize it and people are also not wanting to put in the work to try to change it and it's like enough is enough i'm not going to wait on the institution i'm not going to wait for change to happen with the government i gotta do it myself so that's why with this nonprofit that i'm a part of here in westerville uh, we rise we rise baby we gonna rise (laughs) and like uh, my angelou said and i rise Mm -hmm. my power my presence and what i want to see for the world to happen we will rise and this this group right here is special because Mm -hmm. uh just it's sort of like when I had that first feeling when I went mm. to the protest and it yeah. was a thousand people. I got into this room and I was like, oh yeah, uh, we'll play. It's powerful. It's crazy. I mean, it's our, I just start. you know, I was like, eh, sure, I'll sign up. And it's like this, the information oh, coming in is information, just the people the that people. are. Different. It's like, it's yeah. sort of like, damn, this is what I wish our founding fathers mm had intended when they were making the constitution it's like damn we gonna include everyone 
We got doctors, lawyers, we got theater people, we got students, we got, we got theater people. That you should be me? number one on the Come list. Come on, we got them all because you know we wear all the hats. We look yeah. into everything, yeah. and it's just like, nah, this this is where it's at. And it's like, if we can get this foundation up and running, mm-hmm. I'm I'm telling you, it, it, it's going to change because we are not. My biggest thing, because I, I, I'm one of the people that worked on the, um, well, no, everyone worked on the mission statement, mm-hmm. but one word that I had to have in there was collaboration. Mm. We can all be leaders, and we can all tell people yeah. what to do, talk right. at them, and stuff like that, and inspire them, but we got to be able to collaborate. We want to be a leading organization that works to uh, to put forth uh, anti-racist efforts mm-hmm. in addition to collaborating and lifting up other organizations that have the same intention as right. us so that we can all be stronger. Because mm-hmm. over the summer, it was like everybody and their mama started a nonprofit. They yeah. started a nonprofit or LLC. Like everybody was starting stuff because they had time to do stuff. Right. But as I saw, though, stuff started to dwindle down. Mm-hmm. The resources weren't there. The information wasn't there. The need wasn't there. The connections. This this group, it, it's, it's like no other. And, mm-hmm. and I love it. And the, uh, the people that reached out to me, Colleen... And, and uh, Colleen Moody and uh, Rick Bannister, like, mm. I, ju- I just loved it, and I'm I'm so honored. As I'm doing all this work, I'm realizing I'm the youngest in the room by, like... It's a good thing. <laughs> Enjoy that while it lasts, because it goes away, does ah, Real fast. A, and I had to tell people, that's the big thing, because yeah. I, I, I grew up my beard, and I was just like, <laughs> I ain't fresh-faced. People are like, I'll, I'll talk, and they're like, oh, you, what, you like, late 20s, right. 30-something? I'm like... Sure. 22, baby. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm 22. I just, I just saw your daughter in the club. You know, like that. I, we was chilling it. But uh, now I'm, I'm just, I, I, I took the time to really research. I took yeah. the time to listen to people. And I respect my elders. And I, I respect my elders. But I also respect myself in the saying, mm. y'all got to listen to us. Because yeah. we got special place in this movement. And it just... Look at our government right now. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of old people. Yeah. A lot of old people. And I remember with um, the hearing with AOC where she was trying to explain Facebook and, and, and Twitch. Yeah. Uh, Twitch to uh, oh them. And like, mm-hmm. it's like this and you got to play games. And they're like, wait, so can you do this? And it's like, y'all, yeah. a lot of stuff is moving. Yeah. We understand how hard that those who before has have worked. Mm-hmm. But we, you're, we're, we have been... Um, nurtured in this new evolving time where everything's changing and right. it's like I get a kick of dopamine because someone liked my post and I'm feeling all good and it's all that. We know this information so you need you us to on. figure out how to get it out to everybody right. but we also are becoming more people want to go against this stuff we're becoming more sensitive people and I hate the negative connotation of sensitive as soft I don't yeah. look at that as that yeah. way. I look at it as a calibration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is being more in tune and aware of people, mm-hmm. of people's, and one big thing is their barriers. Yeah. And with that is their self. Mm-hmm. People identify a certain thing. They, we have pronouns now. We have yeah. it, they, them, and stuff. Listen, I, with me at first, I was like, wait, you want me to do what? I'm a, if, if they, ah, shit. Yeah. And I, I got one of my best friends, uh, SMJ, uh, all before before when I first met him, it was he and yeah. Steven and that was my Didn't buddy. Did they just write it. something? Yes. Oh man, Sway. Uh, they got. They have 
amazing work. And they just worked with Is it something um, with Otterbein? the uh, uh, festival, um, Small Town Icons. I just saw something about that. I know I'm calling you they wrong. Just, they just graduated, from, they just, or they graduated from, they graduated from, they graduated from, they graduated the year before I got in, so about five years ago. But yeah, so super young still. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll try my knees ain't that way. So we, you know what I mean? Don't hype me up too much now. But uh, what, what SMJ did, um, I mean, that is a key friend of mine that educated me about mm. the, this new, um, no, I'm not even going to say new world. It's always been existing. It's just our world wasn't sensitive about it. They weren't calibrated about mm. it. Um, I have been able to be more aware that out of respect to them and their their boundaries, mm-hmm. they prefer to be referred to as they. Mm-hmm. And yes, do I slip? I say he, yes, Absolutely. because yeah. it happens. But what SMJ does is they treat me with kindness and mm-hmm. patience and educates me. Right. And it's not like, a, you didn't say wrong, because you're going to turn people off with right. hate. That's mm-hmm. my biggest thing. Love. You've got to show love. You're going to turn people off with hate, and you can't get that. What did Martin Luther King said? He said the best way to to change an enemy into a friend is with love. You can't achieve that with no other way. Mm-hmm. But um, it, with it coming, so SMJ, with, with, with pronouns, with it coming as far as sexuality now, with people within the LGBTQ mm-hmm. uh, plus community, I'm learning a whole lot more. And I'm not a perfect, I know, I know what I know, mm-hmm. but I will respect you yeah. for what you want, you know? Mm-hmm. And people, we have to respect other people's boundaries because we're saying now, Boundaries are being uh, uh, disrespected not only with, uh, you know, what we got as far as pronouns and sexuality, but also just personal boundaries. Mm -hmm. We're seeing now what six feet looks like. Mm -hmm. We have to enforce that. Mm -hmm. Beforehand, COVID, you know, that sexual, we have sexual harassment going on, people not really being aware of it, and people that are aware of it, but will manipulate that. Especially, I mean, look in this field now, we have the Me Too movement, Mm -hmm. and stuff is coming out, and it's just like, we're we're starting to get calibrated now. Mm -hmm. We're starting to see, like, it's not no, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps when you, no, people don't have bootstraps that they can pull themselves up with. There It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't, you know? It's like, we can push it to be better. Mm -hmm. And what people, the biggest thing I try to tell people is when black people succeed, when women people succeed, when these marginalized people succeed, everybody succeeds. Mm -hmm. But it's got to be the people that are in power and, you know, it's majority are white Mm -hmm. males. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When they see that power being threatened, it's a pushback. It's mm-hmm. an, oh, we can't do that. Oh, that could never happen. Uh-uh. Nah, we, yeah. we just can't do it. That's now how it goes. Mm-hmm. We got to cut that narrative because it is, we can do some changes. We can. And I know we can because I got educated and I looked at the history. I looked at when, uh, and I'm not, whoever's listening, quote me wrong. I, I just know, I don't, I'm not the expert of it. I just yeah. know it happened. Reparations were paid to, um, people of Asian descent when they were uh, creating railroads with uh, within California, when they were expanding from the east to the west. Reparations were made. So don't you sit here and tell me we can't pay for the suffering that your people had. And it just so happens we let you, we let you free in 1865. And, you know, but then, you know, I, we saw you had trouble with voting. So we let you vote do that. But then we had a redlining. So we couldn't let you have property. So we let you do that. And then, you know what? 1965. Dang it, I think you guys are equal to us because you're free and you exist here. 
and people think, all right, 1965, it's all great. 1965 was about 55 years ago. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Yeah. We got a lot more yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. We got our modern day plantations with our prisons. I just, have y'all seen um, Orange is the New Black? Mm-hmm. Crazy. I just finished yeah. that season and it's just like, we we got modern day plantations right right in front of mm-hmm. us and you open up your eyes, yeah. calibrate, be sensitive yeah. about what's going on and we're talking about with immigration too. There's so many things where it's like, we, we gotta do something. Mm-hmm. We can't be stagnant because it's not working and I love my country I'm not one I'm not I hate America no I just hate I hate the speech of make America great and I'm like make America great again that what kills me I can be with make America great all right it has not been great okay but again (laughs) when right right when did that happen right when When did it happen when we were supporting uh, when we won gold medals in the Olympics mm-hmm. with our uh, with our black athletes, when like it's always right. when there uh, there's the accomplishments, yeah. the great poet, the great p- politician. We've had moments great of greatness. There. We've had people of greatness. We've yes. had we have had greatness. great moments. Yeah, but what? But, but I mean, ultimately, like, what is greatness anyway? Exactly. You know, what Versus is greatness if, if we've still got great. people who are yeah who are marginalized and pushed to the sides and mm-hmm. and, and ignored and. The only way that I see Make America Great Again is when we're talking about blocks of cheese, okay? So you buy your shredded cheese in a bag. Uh No, no, no. Make America Great Again. (laughs) Better cheese. And I will stand up for that. That's the only time. Uh, It's cheesy as hell. It's legit. Because, man, if you're not shredding your own cheese, I'm sorry. Yeah, because the stuff is amazing there, you know? But that's what you did right there. You got a little, you got more specific. And I love that. We gotta be specific mm-hmm. in these changes here because yeah. it's like we talk about inclusivity and diversity, and it's mm-hmm. like, what is your definition of diversity? Because right. mine is different. Yeah. You can't say you got a board of, of twenty white people and then you got one black person. You're like, we are hella diverse mm-hmm. because diverse. we yeah. beat that one person, that one company that doesn't have mm-hmm. any. We got one uh, one woman. Right. Oh, the we to- are the token hella, person. You feel yeah. me? And yeah. the token person, and I can speak from experience. I was mm-hmm. that token person. I was class president of my high school for four years straight. Mm-hmm. And I was the, I'm the great achiever. I'm all that and everything. And not to say like my professors, I mean, the teachers and stuff there, they supported me and stuff like yeah. that. But there was definitely tokenism there because it's like, we have that one great white person. I mean, one great black person. It's like, no, right. yeah. there's so many more. And also... I am just one great human being that happens to be black. There is not one typical black person, just like there isn't one typical white person or Asian or Hispanic. They're all, you feel me? They're all different. So we gotta, I just wanna see stuff being embraced, the good stuff. Because we just saw over the last four years, bad shit was being embraced. And it's like, Mm -hmm. damn, it's a, like, like I, I love Dave Chappelle. I love Dave Chappelle so much because he's funny. He gets, but he also educates it. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest jokes he says, like, Donald Trump. Hate to say it, that was a blessing. And I was like, Whoa! What the hell are you talking about? Like, I was like, Oh, you know. And then one thing I hate about my my generation, cancel culture. I hate that shit. Yeah. I, I hate that stuff. I hate that stuff. But everyone's like, oh, cancel Dave Chappelle and stuff like that. Because it's so quick. It's instantaneous. Like, ah, you right. messed up. You're done. And he's like, ah. You're not Let listening. me explain. Yeah. Get your research first. Mm-hmm. Lay it down. 
what he did is sort of turned on the lights. It's like when you're at the club, you know, mm. every, oh, the whole illusion and everything. The scary person you're dancing you, you, with. The whole time. You, you feel uh-huh. me? The illusion oh, is I've all never there. Been there. I don't know anything ah! that you're talking uh-huh, about. Uh huh. Okay, yeah. now. Yeah, you see, it, you're at the club and everything's all good. It's dark, but then you turn on the lights and it's like, oh, you're looking uh-huh. around. Uh-huh. Trump turned on the lights. But what he did is he turned on the lights and he said, here it is. Mm-hmm. You can go to it. Mm-hmm. And they came to the light. And it's obvious. It's well aware now. There is no more subtle yeah. racism. I mean, it's yeah. still subtle racism. It's, it's still it's, But there's, there's like. If there's a bright, shining. Yeah. Bright. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, obvious. somebody described it as like he was the black light to illuminate the stains and the mattress in the hotel room. You yeah. Know what I mean, like yeah. it shows you yeah. how bad. It's like he's not. I mean, is he a stain? Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but he also highlighted he. I mean, and. and it sucks to say, but yeah, he did that. I will give him credit for that. Yes, and yeah. it, it, it was like sort of, it, it was a dish that it's it's been brewing for so long, but it was like you know what, fuck it. He he turned into a, a pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. We had that one dish, mm-hmm. put in the pressure cooker. Yeah, let that cook, and it cooked quick. Yep, it was real, real quick. Fast. <laughs> Chance, real fast. Yeah, everything there. Yep, real quick, and then all of a sudden, the what the first thing that ever happened in history before. The dang Confederate flag made it into our nation's capital. Yep. Come on, the, the since we had a whole war over the Civil right. War, but then this all happened. They're all upset mm-hmm. and butt hurt. It's like, oh no, Wait a we need to get this. In. It's like, ah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, a, I'm. It's a. He's a blessing in the sense that I am able to see people's ways so much clearer yep. now, and I'm like. All right, mm-hmm. just as I know how much you got embraced, you got uplifted. Mm-hmm. I can do it two times better because I know I'm on the right side. Right. I got mm-hmm. a path. It's not even a thing of you know because re- religion. You know that's that's a certain thing mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mom, <laughs> I told my mom for the first time. I was like, you know, I, I think I, I vibe more with Buddhism, right? Because I was raised in a Christian household. She yeah. like, the hell you! I don't know what a Buddha is. I know Jesus. <laughs> and I was like, I know, I know Jesus too, baby. But I, I, I vibe with Buddhism, and <laughs> especially not that uh, different. no, that's the They're biggest thing. Different. I vibe with yeah. uh, Vietnamese uh, Buddhism with Thich Nhat Han, and um, uh, the biggest thing is. I love Buddhism because there's more of that spiritualism thing, and it's sort mm-hmm. of a you, you you feel good when you do good, yeah. yeah. And when you're mindful and you listen to people, I know I'm doing good because I, I I'm because I feel good about it, and, mm-hmm. and there's that passion, and I can see the change in other people's right. lives. Not because you know a book told me about right. it and it's righteous and everything, because you gotta be careful with that, especially with slavery. Mm-hmm. You look back. They use the good book, the Bible, the as you, you yeah. feel me. They're like, I'm bringing you to the great parish. This is what you want. It's it's nothing but in uh in the play that I, Dutchman, the mm-hmm. the black character Clay says that's nothing but uh white whitewashed faces and and just good times. That's how the blues was born. The plantation mm-hmm. it was great. That sort of stuff like that. You gotta be yeah. educated on it. I'm not using my own religion. At, this change mm-hmm. it's a vehicle it's a part of you know yeah for me personally right. but i'm just doing it because it's right yeah. it's right if you are a buddhist if you're a christian if you're mm-hmm. catholic if you're hood hindu whatever you are you can, be hoodoo. Athe- you can be yeah. hoodoo. hoodoo whatever you want <laughs> everything coming out here it, it, it yeah. doesn't matter you can be atheist 
it's right because it's right for human beings mm. and it's right because it's right for our animals it's right because it's right for our climate yep. it's just it's right. it, it just goes down when these marginalized people win we all win yeah so just Change. I don't want to stop this. But I have to go. I, I have to go get a kid from school. I know. I would love to leave her there. <laughs> no, don't leave me, kid. Don't. No. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm gonna make I sure your mama don't leave you there. <laughs> I've been home with these kids for a year. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, you should. What, what? How old is? What is Uber age? <laughs> I don't know. Two. <laughs> like, I mean, what, like, what, what all the, like, how old is... Probably when you don't have to... You know what? There were actually... We had a kid this summer at one of my camps that had to get Ubered to camp. Not wow. this summer, because we didn't yeah. have camps this summer, because we didn't do anything this summer. I remember, this summer like, sucked. But, 10 years ago, I read a story about a kid who, like, his thing was, like, his parent. He lived in Manhattan, and his parents let him, like, take the subway and ride buses and stuff, and, like, it was you no big to. deal. Yeah. But that's and how you like, get around. Yeah, and, and everyone was like, oh, my God, that's so shocking. But the kid's like, what? I just get on the train and go. Right, it's not that big a deal. You know? I'm it's like, part of life. Yeah. And so. I bet that kid was educated as far as how that train right. worked. Yep. And also as far as yep. how Stay away from tourists. Were, you, They're you, scary. You, you feel me? And, and <laughs> They're going to walk it. slow. And, just walk around them. And that's yeah. perfectly fine. <laughs> this is how the world works right. sort of thing. But... It, it comes down to that education. Yeah. It, it, it all relates there. We got to be able to educate people, but we also got to be able to talk to people. Mm. Yep. Talk. So, how do people find you? I'm not like stalking you. Oh, but, like, snap. Ooh, a little plug. Um, where, where do you want to send so folks your way? I do the social medias. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Desmond A. Fernandez, Facebook, Desmond Fernandez, Twitter, PresDes50. I have a website, www.desmondfernandez.com. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, email me at desmond.fernandez50.com. Uh, I mean, desmond.50fernandez at gmail.com. But most importantly, um, I'm here. There's so many ways to reach me. Um, mm-hmm. Please support my nonprofit, uh, mm-hmm. We Rise. We're currently raising funding right now mm-hmm. to hire our diversity chief officer. Uh, we have acquired forty five thousand. We gotta get to the goal of one thousand, uh, one hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So, any donation Donate. help there? Um, my my page is um, on my profiles mm-hmm. on all my social media. And hey, I'm also an actor. So yes. Alex, I just got an agent for voiceover work. <laughs> so uh, I'm doing voiceover nice. now. Um, but I do film. I do theater. Mm-hmm. I I does it all. I direct. I do anything. At the end of the day. I'm just a human being that just wants to show people how to connect with others. Um, and, you know, theater and the arts, just mm-hmm. the arts period. It, it's a way to equivocate a, 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 a feeling that you can't really feel from just staying within your own bubble. Mm-hmm. I think that's why mm-hmm. I love that you can sit or you can read something or you can look at a piece of art and just feel feel something that mm-hmm. you yeah. never do. You you step in another person's shoes. So Love I'm it. I'm here for any of that work. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Love You're it. amazing. Hey, I try out, yeah. Thanks I'll for be, coming on here. Thank you for not having even, not me. Not even knowing what to expect. I know I know. <laughs> I was like I done some interviews and um I was like I have one like really crappy interview and I was like I should ask for the questions ahead of time. But you then, see, there's so many questions. No, nah, there was hella. I was just like, no. Nah. Within 10 in. minutes, we were talking about pooping. I know. I mean, we talked about pooping. You saw my yeah. legs started going that way. I was like, <laughs> we can go away. I'm an yep. open book bitch. <laughs> oh, it, it was a real good time. I really appreciate Thank that. Look, I'm, I'm 
10 minutes away from here, you so are. you need me any time. We're this definitely is... going to collaborate. I'm yeah, telling you that. I saw that dope gonna, studio. We're going to see you a lot more often. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I'm here, baby, anytime. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to Speak Easily. Yeah. I like that voice changed. No, that's, that's not kind of a nasally <laughs> voice. I don't really like that one so It's really good. It's a really good warm-up. We should do an entire episode just talking like this. You know what? Honestly, my voice is bad enough as it is. Like Nobody needs that. Yeah, I know. Anyway, thanks for listening. Anyway, here's she, she's, 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 she